Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words and Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Failure is not in his resume or his CV. God never fails. Amen. And some of you are crossroad. Choose God's way. There's a highway and there are many roads. Amen. But God says, I will order your steps. I will show you the way that you should go. I will instruct you and guide you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with thine eye. Be not as the horse that is a mule who has to have horses and bits in its mouth. Amen. Lest he come near to thee. But God is saying, I want to direct you. I want to show you the way to go. And it's going to be a faith walk. And it's going to take confidence in God. And sometimes you may look for foolish but God is saying if you just trust me at this crossroad and some of you are at this Jordan right now and some of you it's not just going to part because you put your rod out it's not going to work like it used to work before or five years ago or ten years ago God is saying there's a totally different way (coughs) sorry there's a totally different way I'm going to have you to move in this season but I'm going to need you to trust me I'm going to need you to take instructions from me and I need you to follow it to the T for you to see my glory in your generation can I get an amen hallelujah and the Bible says in Joshua chapter 3 and Joshua rose early in the morning the psalmist says early will I seek thee O Lord he rose early in the morning and they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan and he and all the children of Israel and they lodged there before they passed over and it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host and they commanded the people saying when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests the Levites burn it then you shall remove from your place and go after it yet there shall be a space between you about two thousand cubits amen by measure come not near unto it that you may know that the way which you must go for you have not passed this way herefore he's saying i'm going to take you a new way there's a totally different way i'm going to take you the bible says his mercy is new every morning great is his faithfulness before him and many of us say oh my god god is going to do a new thing but the new thing will take faith in god the new thing would look scary the look new thing will look like a crazy thing but god is saying many of us say we know the scripture isaiah amen it says behold forget the former things behold i'm about to do a new thing and the new thing usually looks confusing it looks scary and the new thing looks like we're well, be unsure about it but are you ready for the new thing that god is about to do in your life many of us want the new thing but the new thing will come with criticism i'm going to say that again the new thing will usually come with criticism the usually the new thing will usually come with shame or slander or some people talking about you gossiping about you the new thing will usually come with some area of controversy let me say that again to a preacher out there the new thing will come with an area of controversy and remember god is getting ready to do a new thing are you ready he's saying you've not traveled this way before so get ready but listen to me the ark is going to go before you the priest is going to go before you and any new thing that god is going to do in your life just make sure his presence goes before you like moses said if your presence does not go with me don't send me wherever god is about to do in your life it's going to take his presence if his presence does not go do not go he said listen to me god is about to do a new thing you've never been this way before So when you're about to go somewhere new, you're going to need step-by-step instructions. Moses had never heard of an ark before, ever. So he needed step-by-step instructions on how to make this and how to make it last, more importantly. And it's built to last because there's still some talk of the the ark being somewhere logged up in Mount Ararat in Turkey up until today. So when God tells you to build, it's built to last. Amen. 
And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, set yourselves apart tomorrow, for the Lord will do wonders among you. Amen. So God will set you apart. And I see God setting apart some people. And there's some Christians, you look at other people and say, wow, I can't do that and get away with it. There's some things other people can do that you cannot get away with, that you cannot do. I'm going to say that again. Some of you, some of us have been called, amen, to do some, some special work for God, an assignment for God. And God has given you, only you the grace to do it. I'm not saying that we're all special in the eyes of the Lord, but God has given you assignment and God is expecting you to fulfill it to the T. And God has set you apart for himself some of you are called at a young age some of you god calls you and he's been training you he's keeping you in the wilderness he's kept you undercover and he said god you've gifted me you, you, you use me for your glory but no one knows about me god is saying i know the time and the place and the season of when to release you and god is saying wait wait on me be patient i know what i'm doing in your life there's still some things that i'm taking out there's still some things that i'm cutting out but god is saying i want to use you for my glory i want to use you for my glory and the bible says in six and take up the priest and he spake to the priest saying take up the ark of the covenant and pass over before the people and he took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people amen whatever you're going to do whatever new thing you're going to do whatever step of faith you're going to make make sure the lord goes before you the ark represented god's presence among the people amen and we know that in this new testament in the new testament we know that jesus christ amen is our passover lamb amen that we're covered with the blood of the lamb that god's presence must go before us if jesus doesn't go before us and what we're doing don't go Amen. So the ark symbolizes God's presence among the people. And I want to let you know he's among you. But let him go before you and wherever he's leading. Don't run before him. Don't lag behind. Learn to walk with the Lord. And he said, Unto this day I will begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. And what God wants to do, he wants to magnify himself in your life, in your ministry. Amen. If you choose, I tell people all the time, if you are alive, if your ministry is there to glorify King Jesus, God will magnify you. I'm going to say it again, if your ministry, is it because many people just want ministry for ministry's sake or they want to be in there, they think it's fun, but no, no, it's not about that. You don't choose ministry, ministry chooses you. I'm going to say that again, you don't choose ministry, ministry chooses you. Amen. Because many people say, I want to be this, I want to be that. I tell people straight, some people say, I want to be a pastor. I think, listen, I'm a pastor, but I think anybody that wants to be a pastor needs a checkup from the neck up. I'm going to say that again. You need a checkup from the neck up. Because being a pastor isn't easy work. Many people see the glamour and the glory. Listen to me, if God hasn't given you the grace to be a pastor, please go, go and be a plumber or a carpenter or something. But let me tell you something now. If God gives you the grace to be a, past, a pastor, you will succeed. You need God's grace in anything that he's called you to do. Amen. And God wants to be magnified. So I tell people, if your desire is to magnify King Jesus in whatever you do, God will God will magnify you. God will make your name great. Amen. See, I'm just teaching. I'm just going over the floor. I'm just slowing down because I need you to get somewhere. There's going to be a step of faith. And many of you at this point, you're at your Jordan. And the Bible says in this in this book, in chapter 3, the Bible says God is telling them to cross to Jordan in a time where it overflowed. And many of you say you want to start your own business. And you're saying, how can I start my own business? The money's funny. There's a recession. They're saying all the prices and the food are high. And businesses are crashing and all types of things are taking place. God is telling you to step out in the business line. God is looking for Christian entrepreneurs. He's looking for men and women that will glorify him in the marketplace. Men and women that will take his presence into the marketplace. 
take his healing power into the marketplace take his wisdom into governments because trust me our governments need the wisdom of god they don't know which way to turn but god is looking for some people that will take his presence amen and cross this jordan and do things that their ancestors their parents their grandparents could only dream of and god is saying it wasn't for them it's for this generation and it was the worst time in history is the worst season for them if it was if it was a case where the the jordan was low and where it was kind of okay they may be able to kind of swim over it halfway then it wouldn't be so much of a miracle but god was telling them to cross the jordan and the time when the jordan overflowed its banks why because god wanted people to know only i could do this miracle and there are miracles that god is about to do in your life then listen to me people are going to know this could only be god People are going to know you did not have the wisdom to make this work. You did not have the manpower. Amen. You did not have the money to make this work. And what God is about to do in your life. Many of you at the crossroad of Jordan right now. What God is about to do in your life. Everybody's going to know that this must have been God. And God is going to get the glory out of your life. He commanded the priest to go first. He said, listen to me. I don't want you to, to just step before it i want you to step into it and many of us are trying to wait for the opportune time we're trying to wait for the right time to start the business the right time to start the ministry we're trying to get everything together so we can get what we want and do what we want to make it work and god is saying no i want you to go now now god is saying now is the time now is the season god is saying don't wait for the right time there will never be the right time you want to know what the right time is the right time is when god says now when god says go go but it looked like all bleak. It looked like, how is this going to happen? But the Bible says he told them to cross the Jordan when the rivers had overflowed. Listen to me. Before in Moses' day, he stretched out his rod. And the Bible says that the waters parted hither and hither. And the Bible says that the waters stood up as a heap. Amen. And the people of Israel passed through on dry ground. That is a miracle. But you know what? They could see the dry ground. But he said, this time, I'm going to test your faith. I'm going to need the priest. And he said, the priest priests are going to go first so sometimes you as a leader you have to go first god is saying i want to test the faith of the leader of the pastor of the bishop of the apostle of the prophet i want to test your faith first so you can speak to the people and say listen to me god done it for me and he will do it for you because god is no respecter of persons he told the priest to go first and if you're a man and you're, you're, the, you're the husband he'll say you're the priest of the home and he'll test you if you're the woman of the home he's saying i will test you i will put you first i'll tell you to go first you step first into the water and that would be the step of faith that god would test the people of israel he said priests you're going to step into the water and they had to step in i don't know how, to, how long they stood there before it dried up but he said as you step into the water that is when the water is going to dry up so some of us and we're saying we're waiting for the right time we're waiting for money to come and god is saying go now and God is telling many people, okay, I need you to leave this line of work now because I have a new line of work for you. But God, I don't see the work yet. God is saying, trust me. God is calling many people into missionary. God is calling you to missionary school. And some of you, God is calling you to the islands. He's calling you to Africa. He may be calling you to Haiti or Mexico. He's calling you to Sudan. He's calling you to war-torn areas where people may be dying. And you say, God, I cannot go here. What would happen to me? And if God is telling you to go, I beseech you to go. Because let me tell you something now. The presence of God is the safest place for any man or woman of God. You can be living a life of luxury in California, LA or Paris 
And that could be the worst place because that is not where God wants you. But you could be in the worst place in the world. You could be in Iraq or Afghanistan. But if that's where God has ordained you to be, that will be the safest place for you. Why? Because God told you to be there and he told you he'd be with you. Amen. So they had to step into the Jordan. And the Bible says in verse 9, And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby you shall know that the living God is among you, and that without fail drive out before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Gigarites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the Ark of the Covenant, even the Lord of all the earth, passeth over before you. And the Bible says he took 12 men and represented the tribes of Israel. But the Bible says, I'm doing this, that the whole earth is going to know that the living God is among you. And God is calling some people to take some steps of faith that you know that the living God is among you. God is, many of you just want God to know you, like, like you want your family to know God, or you want your church to know, listen, God still works miracles, or you want your community to know, listen, God is saying, what I want to do in your life, I want the whole earth to know that the living God is among you, that this God that we serve, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the God that gave his only begotten son, this is the true and living God. God is saying, I want to do some things in this world that I want the world to talk about. God is saying, I want to do some things on this planet that I want everybody to talk about. I want everybody to know without a shadow of a doubt. Jesus still opens the eyes of the blinds. He still unstops the ears of their death. He's still casting out devils and he's still healing the sick. He's still raising the dead. He's still doing miracles today. And I'll let you know what I've just mentioned is ordinary Christianity. Some people think it's a marvel. No, those things are supposed to be happening in our ministry. That is ordinary Christianity according to Matthew chapter 10. Amen. So God is saying there's some things I want to do in your life. That Listen to me. I want all the earth to know that the living God is among you. I want our generation to know. Listen to me. That Jesus Christ is Lord. I said God use me in my generation. I'm a, I was born to affect my generation but it's going to take a step of faith. People look at these scriptures and they look at them so candidly like this. And God is saying, no, look deeper into the scripture. God told these men, he told the priests, he told the leaders. He said, I'm calling the priests first. Amen. So I want to talk to leaders. I'm calling the priests first. And God will call you to a greater work. And God may be calling you to build a house for him. And I, I, I say to God, God knows my heart. God knows my heart like David I desire not just to build a house for the Lord, but houses, amen, for the Lord. I truly, I truly believe God will raise me up that I can support the work of God, amen, by supporting churches, by raising up, helping people get their church, buy the land, buy their buildings. Because where I am in England, I'm seeing so many places that are renting. Santa. I'm going to say that again and sorry to offend anybody but I see so many churches that are renting they're renting the building renting a room renting space renting place to have worship and God says we are supposed to be the head and not the tail we are supposed to be above and not beneath and I'm saying, God, enough is enough. And where I am in London, in England, where I see places, there are places where people are worshipping. 
and then the, the, I see the landlord say, well, everyone has to get out now because I'm going to tear this place down and I want to build properties. I want Because obviously there's more money in properties. There's more, it's more lucrative than just having a venue there doing something. And I'm seeing people who had their church maybe five years, ten years, and then have had to move and go and get somewhere else. And it's my heart's desire, amen, not just to build our church, but I can be a man that can sponsor and just give to ministries. And I'll be honest with you, let me put it out there now. In 2023, you've heard it on this podcast, amen, on winning with the word, on winning, a winner's mentality, amen. You've heard it here first. Then let me tell you something, I, I will only sponsor and support churches who have the heart for souls. I'm going to say that again. Where God does what he does in my life, I'm only going to be supporting churches and ministries whose heartbeat is God's heartbeat, is souls. Amen. That's my desire. My desire is to support the work of God. And that's going to take billions, not millions, billions. And I truly believe God, amen, for money, for me to support the work of God in the earth. Not just in my country, but in the earth. Amen. And the Bible says, I want the priest to go first. I know you're going to step out and God is calling some of you to step out on some situations that don't look familiar and they feel uncomfortable. But God is saying, step and some of you may have to step out of what you've known of what you've been familiar with you may have to step away from your ministry to go somewhere else you may need to be going to another country god is saying i'm calling to another work i'm calling to another line of work and some of you god has been dealing with you about something for a long time and he's saying is this god you know the voice of god he said my sheep know my voice and the stranger's voice will not hear and god is calling you thank you for tuning to the power of words the winner's mentality Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.